Next on MLR Weekly, Chicago owner Phil Groves, Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with a week one preview and Rugby Morning's Coffee Break with John Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, New York City, the world's best rugby pub. And Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. to this week's MLR Weekly as presented by Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in New York City. We've got a big weekend of rugby ahead of us, including the MLR 2023 debut. We've got Phil Groves, owner of the Chicago Hounds. We've got Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with a quick recap. But before we get to those gentlemen and everything else, we have our recurring segment, Rugby Morning's Coffee Break with John Fitzpatrick giving MLR headlines. John, hello. What do you got? Hey, Matt, I think the biggest headline or the biggest question going into week one is, where is Billy Meeks? He's not in Chicago. Doesn't look like he's going to be at Segra Field where Old Glory plays week one against Chicago. It looks like he's in Australia. What in the world is going on there? Yeah, it's. Uh, we'll find out soon enough. But how does that impact your fantasy Rutgers uh, fantasy team, John? Next, Major League <laughs> Rugby, they confirmed their postseason format for this season. It'll be very similar to last year. It'll be three rounds, starting with the Eliminator round. So the top three seeds from each conference will advance. The number one seed will have a bye into the conference finals. The Eliminator round will consist of seeds two and three battling out. The winner will advance to the conference finals. And the winner there from each conference will meet in the championship final taking place on July 8th on Fox. Matt, who do you think the two teams will be that will meet for the MLR Shield in July? Well, pending any Western Conference cap issues, I would have to say that it would be Seattle and New York, perhaps, in a rematch of last year's final. What, who are you picking, John? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with San Diego Legion versus the New England Free Jacks. Next! Certainly, last but not least, in other news across the Americas, the American Raptors, they kick off Super Rugby Americas. They've got their round one matchup against Selknam in Chile. Matt, do you think the American Raptors are going to win any games this season? Well, when you're a fledgling franchise in a fledgling professional setup and you're an on-the-road team playing against essentially a national team, which is what Selknam is, it's where all the Chileans play, um, you're going to be up against it. So I hate to say it, but I, I can't pick my fellow Americans in this one. Next! Matt, that's all I got. I just want to wish you good luck in your first matchup in MLR Fantasy with the Fantasy Ruckers. I gave your draft a C+. Look, a lot of people have, have, have passed and have gotten degrees with their C+, but um, I don't think you're going to make the playoffs, but we'll see. You'll never work in this town. But thank you, John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning's Coffee Break. We'll be right back with Mr. Phil Groves of the Chicago Hounds after this. Selling or trading in your vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. With Easy Trade, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle, and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value. It's easy at Sheehy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Mr. Phil Groves, owner of the Chicago Hounds. Phil, been trying to get you on for a long time. It's great uh, to see you. Thank you very much. Great to be here, Matt. 
All right, so Phil, you got into rugby because of your son, but it was in Hong Kong. Yeah, that's right. 2008 Hong Kong. My son started playing rugby when a neighbor invited him, and so I, I learned how to learn what little I know about rugby from watching him play. And then uh, eventually, in 2015, I, uh, I joined a club here in Chicago and uh, attempted to learn how to play, and I, I'm still playing with that club today. And uh, so that that's my, my 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 love of rugby comes from actually my son watching my son and and from um, supporting uh, some charitable rugby functions. I started a business in, in, in Hong Kong in 2001. I work in China, mostly in the financial markets. All right, so the background as a Chinese debt collector suits you perfectly to be an owner in Major League Rugby. How did this come about, though? Uh, the original idea was I was friends with um, some of the folks from Glendale, and so when they, uh, when they decided they were leaving the league, they called me. And so that, that 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 started the ball rolling, which took you know more than three years to get finished. And um, you know eventually there, there was four of us as the founders. Back in China, you helped start what is now called the World Rugby's Pass It Back. Yeah, Child Fund Pass It Back, which is the uh, the World Cup charity for Japan, will be for France. And so uh, while my son was learning how to play, I got involved in volunteering for the uh, Lao Rugby Federation, which was bringing rugby to rural Lao and. You know, it was more from a life skills and a charity standpoint than really trying to build at that time a, a rugby powerhouse. Uh, they have since joined World Rugby. So, the, you know, one of the goals was accomplished. But really, the idea was use rugby to help people who could use the help. And uh, that's one of one of our goals for, for the Hounds is is to work with Childfront to bring that program to the U.S. Uh, we hope they're going to pilot that in Chicago with our help and really with the help of, of the local youth rugby community, because um, obviously we're not here to, to supplant anybody. We're here to work with them and to make, you know, one plus one equal three. You know, very, a lot of cliches work for the Hounds because some of them are tried and true. And so we really think that uh, we work with the already here. We bring some other people in, you know, get some resources. Uh, you know, we can really make something that that's bigger than people, you know, could have imagined. Um, and so that that's the part of the business I focus on, I guess, is if I made up a title for myself to be chief community officer, um, you know, I don't do anything on the field. I, I'm not involved with the players. I, I don't draft people. I, I'm certainly not training them. Uh, but the community side is really what my passion was. And all the four, four, four original founders uh, shared that. Um, James is actually the CEO of the company, so he actually has to wear both hats. James but, English. But, James English. Uh, but but Darren and Matt and I, you know, our passion was that, you know, Darren, uh, you know, has been a coach. He was, he was, you know, my coach playing at the same time we were bidding on the franchise. So it made us some interesting conversations and Matt is also on the team and, you know, Matt had played super rugby back in the days when super rugby music. So he had played at a high level and, you know, Darren is both a British and Irish line and a, and a Welsh captain. And this James is, this is our player. beloved Darren Morris that we're referring yeah. to. Exactly. So and Matt the, the, is Matt Satchwell. And so uh, he's uh he's a longtime Condor uh, back when Condors were division one and, you know, they were killing it. Matt played on those teams and also, you know, the when super the Condors league. were soaring, yeah, they're soaring again. Just we're we're doing a different orbit at the moment. But again, well, they got you as a number six. I mean, no offense, but D two yeah. team. I like to. Yeah, well, they, they've got the best just 20... yet, pal. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, they got the best number twenty three out there. You know, you can't ask for a better one. So I like it when they change the name to finishers instead of you know substitutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll finish strong, baby. Twenty minutes. Give me twenty minutes. I, I can I give them twenty. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. In old boys, we do the twenty minutes change on the fly, like ice hockey. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I some days I think I prefer that, but at the moment, uh, you know, it's not working like that. Chase a kick, get gas, take the flag from the touch judge. That person goes in the game. It works. It's perfect. 
have a beer and then, then get back in there. So I'm not yeah. going to condone that, but yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Someday. So, someday, Bill, we got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Mr. Okay. Phil Groves of the Chicago Hounds after this. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. Uh, Phil, we're back. So, okay. so basically, when you know Glendale called me and suggested, "Hey, you should look into this," um, they also, you know, gave me James's name. Said, "Look, you know, James is a well liked guy. People in the league like him. He has experience being a GM." And so I, you know, called James up. Turned out he had already known Darren from you know other days. You know, rugby. Everyone in rugby seems to know each other. So you know, it was good. We had four people that uh, we, you know, a shared vision, so to speak, and a lot of patience. And, you know, Matt, Matt's an attorney. He's very organized. And so, he, you know, he took the lead on most of the negotiations with the league. And, and um, you know, uh, James, Darren, and I kind of worked on what we wanted to do a lot. You know, from the early stages, you know, we, we, we sort of sketched out how we wanted the community side to work. So I've been, you know, talking to Child Fund Passiveback for a while, as well as, you know, the various youth organizations here in the city to figure out a way how we can all work together to basically, you know, serve more kids. Uh, and uh, over a broader area and, and just make more opportunities for everybody. And um, the pass it back gives you a side that, you know, a lot in the U.S. you don't see is there's the life skill portion of that because yeah. a lot rugby really works well with life skills, you know, the concepts of teamwork and leadership and things like that. Um, and especially in areas in Chicago where there's, you know, significant amount of the po youth population that probably could use that. And so uh, we're really excited to start that. We're just in the ground stages of, of, of setting up that piece of it. But, you know, we have a thriving uh, youth group, you know, that are actually playing at the moment, you know, Illinois Youth Rugby Association is, is the governing body for that. So as, as we start to unfreeze here, uh, we'll probably start to do more outside with the kids. You know, our game day experience, um, we're lucky because we have a pitch that has three pitches outside of it. So on game day, we can have, we have three pitches to use for community-based activities. Um, so, you know, it could be youth, it could be a club, uh, we're going to have at least a couple games with the WPL because, you know, we're very fortunate to have a WPL team here in Chicago. And we're really excited to work with North Shore and, and have some games. They, they start a little later than we do. So, unfortunately, the seasons don't perfectly overlap. But we have at least two games that we're both home at the same time. And, um, you know, we'll be bringing, you know, some clubs in. The youth will be able to play every four games. So, we're pretty excited. The colleges, I think, now have realized, hey, wow, we could have a sevens tournament before a Hounds game. So, we have at least two of those I think we're going to do. Um yeah, so we're pretty excited. We, you know, we, you know, hopefully some of the touch rugby folks will will have a day where they can show people, you know, that you know touch rugby is actually quite hard, and you know, I think you could easily argue you have to be fitter to play proper touch rugby than you do fifteens. Um, and so I think you know there's lots of opportunities to bring the community uh, community there. Um, we have an odd schedule because we have some Sunday games, so people, you know, Sundays also for rugby, you know, for us, not just Saturdays. So. <laughs> I'm like that. up with the That's catchy. That. Hashtag Sunday's also for rugby. Sunday's also for rugby. So yeah. we're working on that one. I, we got a patent that one. Matt, Matt is an IP attorney, so he's working on, you know, getting those rights for us. But Sunday's also a rugby day. So, uh, but we're excited. Excited for the season. So you guys are wearing a whole bunch of caps or hats, doing a whole bunch of different stuff. And that scarf back there, I know that you're hawking those yourself, right? Yep. I got just got two boxes in today. So we have a watch party. Um 
for Six Nations. And so I'm going to have them there tomorrow. And we have a Q&A session with James. Hopefully James will get most of the questions because he certainly has the answers. And, um, you know, should get, give some of our fans. You know, we were a little, you know, just, you know, as a startup, we, we didn't have the full array of paraphernalia and swag that other teams have, but we're going to make up for it in quality. Um, we got some other exciting ones that we got, we got ordered. So, but, uh, yeah, tomorrow will be, you know, first time we're out there. We have a great supporter group, you know, the kennel club and the strays that, uh, you know, really, really do a great benefit and it's support. Good stuff. I, li I like, how did the name come about and how did the color scheme come about? Cause I'm liking it. The, the hounds thing is growing on me. It's got a bunch of possibilities. I do play by play. So I love, I love having the, uh, the opportunities to think about things to say about that. Well, I think, you know, the hounds came about because, you know, first you have to kind of choose, you know, what kind of name you wanted. And I think early on, uh, and we, we had someone help us who was actually, you know, professional at this. But I think one of the, 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 the things we wanted was we wanted some kind of animal because, you know, we felt that, you know, a generic name, just, you know, the Chicagoans or something like that wouldn't work. And I think, you know, I'm a dog lover. I had, you know, I, I adopted a dog. Matt has dogs. Darren has dogs. So I think the dog theme just, just, just fit us. And the hound, you know, defined what the name, I think the hound, you know, you could, you know, if you, if you wanted to use the Irish side, it'd be the Irish wolfhound. But if you didn't want, you could be the junkyard dog. But the hound is, you know, is just, you know, I wouldn't say generic, but it, it, it's fairly broad. And it so, works. Like, yeah, it works for us. I think the colors, we, you know, we love the colors. I mean, obviously, you know, Chicago is known for, for dying our river green for St. Patrick's Day. But, you know, I think the colors game of blue and green was significantly different a little bit than other teams in Chicago. There's a lot of red in Chicago teams. You know, I think, and, um, you know, but uh, I think, you know, we wanted something unique. We definitely wanted, uh, you know, our emblem there, the round emblem that we were, we were pretty certain from the early part. We like that, you know, it's in the middle. The Y is the Y River in Chicago, which happens to be right outside Matt's office window. If you look out inside the Matt thing, that's where the Y of the River is, which is known as Wolf's Point. And, um, you know, that's, a, you know, it's where the Chicago you know the River dog It's another dog related thing, Wolf's Point. Exactly, right? exactly. So it just kept coming back and it just made sense. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we're really happy with the colors. And I think uh, for the most part, um, you know, we haven't got much negative feedback on it. So we're, we're happy with that. So. so this first season, since you guys have pretty much a very good team, like you like the Las Vegas Knights in the NHL, you are the best equipped expansion franchise in the history of sports in terms of talent. So, yeah. What is success and what is failure, if you will, for you in season one? On the field. So, I, well, obviously, you know, you know, um, I, I don't think anybody, you know, would fault if they say that, you know, you know, success is, is going to be, you know, getting to a point where we think that, uh, you know, we're competitive every game we play and, you know, we're obviously aiming to be in the playoffs. I mean, that's, you know, I don't think we're going to shoot any lower than that. Um, we, we've got a great bunch of people we drafted and people that came to us as free agents. Uh, a lot of them have Chicago ties. You know, Patty Ryan was my coach last year for the Condors, and he's, you know, is one of our, our tight heads. And there's many other people on the team are from the Midwest. Um, you know, Bryce, originally uh, an Indiana guy, you know, went to the rival high school that Matt went to. So we have a lot of Indiana folks there. Um, so we're pretty excited to have a lot of guys back. Um, and, you know, a lot of people reached out to us, you know, after sort of the announcement or the sneak got out that it was coming to Chicago and players said, hey, I want to be in Chicago. Um, we're fortunate that, um, you know, Sam was able to, uh, you know, have some, you know, insights into players down there for his team last year. And so obviously you'll see some continuity, uh, not just on the field, but in, in some of the coaching staff, uh, and people he's worked with before. So we did get lucky there, I think, to tell you the truth. 
Um, and but you know, really, you, did, you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we got a great, great bunch of players and and a great staff. You know, I didn't know many of them before, but I've got to to, to know them. And you know, when you see the quality of the staff you have around around the coach and the CEO, and you're like, wow, this is great. We really got some great people. You know, we drafted a guy that 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 I met back in Hong Kong, Luke White. I met him in Hong Kong because he also worked for Lao Rugby Federation for a while. So he and I hadn't seen each other in years since um, wow. my club had played, played out in Glendale a few years ago. So it's great to, to see him again. But uh, yeah, we're really excited. It's it's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's like you know you get to the part where you know you're starting to see the sugar pump fairies because you know the season's almost here. You know from that we're excited. We've worked out most of the visa issues, as you know. We got a few foreign players on the team, and and, and the visa issue is always always a, a concern. It's always so fun, got- right? Always fun. So I think we just got another person in yesterday. I got another one coming in shortly. So we're almost at, at, at full tilt. If somebody were to say to you, I used to work in Chicago, does that mean anything to you? It does. And I'm happy to say I, I joined rugby so late. I never learned any of the songs, but I do like In a department song. store? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Because every I, single I know the song, it's yeah. just so I can't help myself. I have to say it. Anytime somebody says something about Chicago, I just automatically knee jerk say, I used to work in Chicago. And I know yeah. I can't say anything more than that. And we don't have yeah. to say anything more than that. Well, we will, you know, we will on the uh, the fifth for our first game. If you're there, they'll be, they, you'll be getting that, down, you know, in the, in the uh, room afterwards for the social, because we'll definitely be having a team social after the game. All right. Excellent. Mr. Phil Groves of the Chicago Hounds. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you. And we'll be right back after this. None other than the legendary Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. Brian, bienvenue. It's a swell to be back after a long and cold winter that uh, apparently is still going on. But I'm warming up here in the glow of uh, Snapdragon Stadium here, so feeling a little bit better. Yeah, you know, you, you always put a, a, a Halifaxian in San Diego, it's going to make them happy. So, Brian, all kidding aside, uh, you've been putting out some very cool videos about each team. Uh, let me Tell us a little bit about that and where we can find them. You can go to the Rays Rugby channel or you can just go to America's Rugby News and check out those uh, season previews right now and all those little videos will be at the bottom of those posts. If you want to sound like you know what you're talking about, you got to watch these videos. He tells you about the changes from the roster from last year. He tells you about what's going on this year, about potential lineups, all of it, soup to nuts. It makes people like me who steal from him blatantly and Doug Coyle, and it makes us look smarter than we actually are. So thank you, Brian. It's the rugby love. Let's get to some of that rugby love right now. We got rugby <laughs> Atlanta kicking off against your Toronto Arrows. Tell us about these two teams and what do you think of the matchup? A lot of continuity, really, with, with ATL. I think they didn't do a whole lot of uh, recruiting in the offseason. Just a couple of guys. I mean, when they brought in this Ruita Biddle, this uh, New Zealand 7 guy, looks like he's a bit of a stepper. So uh, keen to see how he goes. But the core of the side, I mean, even Justin Basson, they thought they were losing to decide to stick around. I guess the big name they've lost is Marco Yancey Van Rensburg, their uh, star hooker. But, uh, you know, they got a couple decent guys there. Anyways, Tiana Rasmus is back and his new guy, Ben Strang. But uh, so I think it'll be a pretty similar look, I think, is what we'll see from, from ATL this year. And they always start hot. Uh, whereas the arrows on the road, uh, you know, we've had longer preseason this year, so uh, maybe a little bit uh, fitter uh, this year. But they do have a couple bumps and, and bruises, I guess. Uh, that goes in part and parcel with the longer preseason. So, and they, you know, didn't look uh, super sharp against Old Glory 
to be fair, they didn't bring any actual hookers with them. They had a flanker and a hooker and the third string scrum half. So I don't, don't want to take too much from that result. But I want to start this year off right by doing a first on this show, breaking news. I'm picking against the Arrows for the very Whoa. first time. That does not bode well for Arrows fans. Ooh. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> All right, Nola Gold, Free Jacks. You don't have your Free Jacks hat on. You got San Diego Legion hat on. We'll get to that later. But the gold, home at the gold line. Really looking forward to this contest. Uh, I think this is going to be super close. Nola's made a ton of upgrades in the offseason. Finally got the license to spend uh, all the money on all 10 imports this year. So they've got in some quality ones. Looking forward to see Tom Florence, this uh, angry ginger back row they've got. And then New England, I mean, of course, they you know they were awesome last year in the regular season and just came up you know short by a smidgen against New York. So they'll be, you know, certainly want to come out of the gates here this is going to be a cracking game really looking forward to it you know what i'm i'm going to go with nola i'm backing the gold at home in a, a squeaker maybe by three points or something i can't wait to see the smash though next game up is saturday old glory dc 2 p.m kickoff versus the chicago hounds in their first game ever yours truly has the pleasure of calling that one with mr colin hawley yeah, so I think there's a, a lot of reason to be excited, certainly more than last year for D.C. fans. I mean, they got all these Argentines uh, coming in. Ramiro Herrera, he's, I don't think he's arrived quite yet, so maybe he won't play. But uh, Tito Diaz-Benizia is there already pulling the strings at 10. Uh, you know, Jamison Fa- and, uh, and, uh, Schultz, uh, now the new captain, uh, you know, suspended for half the year last year. We'll just forget about that. Give him the captaincy. He'll be fine. <laughs> so that's uh, going to be interesting. And then Chicago, the new kids in town, right? Uh, you know, uh, it's certainly a rush with putting their squad together. I think they're a little bit uh, thin right now as far as numbers go. Still a couple bodies to come in. So I'm going to go with D.C. at home. You're you're on fire with the with the scandalous picks and and claims so far. What are you going to do about the, the next one? San Diego, you got the hat on, welcoming in the Utah Warriors into Snapdragon Stadium. That is 7 p.m. Eastern Saturday night. San Diego's back and look at I mean at their roster. Uh, I mean, they've got two, three deep. Every position in the back line is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I mean, some of the forward picks, uh, picking up Isaac Ross, Tom Franklin is back in the pack. I mean, they're going all out this year in the new stadium. You know they want to win this thing uh, this year. Ma'anan, who's uh, not coming back, uh, you know, to just have a, a, a little jolly runaround victory lap kind of thing. He wants the victory uh, part of that lap. So I think he'll be fired up uh, this season. Utah, however, they've also made a lot of upgrades uh, to their roster. They kept, I mean, almost all their starting lineup. A couple key guys, though, Joel Hodgson, certainly uh, this new fly half coming in with lots of premiership experience. Gives him a different look, lets him move Caleb McEnany back to fullback and Paul Lasique back for the full season. I mean, that's awesome. I got to go with San Diego, though, at home. They're not going to run out onto this field, uh, you know, and, and welcome rugby to Snapdragon Stadium with a loss. So I'm going to go with San Diego on this one. How about Seattle? And New York, the rematch of the final, you know, uh, in New York, they want to defend that championship uh, this year. So they want to start off on the right foot. But then you got Seattle who have just, you know, taken that lineup from last year and added quality to it. I mean, you look at just even the depth guys they've picked up, Mason Peterson and Josh Turnbull, the two props from Austin. That adds a lot to their lineup. You know that Starfire is going to be absolutely packed to the brim. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go on the side of, of Seattle in this game. The Dallas Jackals 
against the Houston Sabercats. Totally new look, uh, Dallas. Can we call them the Jacales or something? Ooh. I don't know how you say it in, in Spanish, but a whole lot of Argentine. Speaking of, you know, Oh Glory, well, they've gone way past Oh Glory. This is almost an Argentina 15. They're going to be uh, thrown out there. And and all of those guys are now there. Uh, Pedro Imhoff was a little bit late showing up there. New scrum half. Uh, he's going to be real good. Uh, Geronimo Gomez-Vara, this guy who's really uh, on a rocket ship headed towards Puma's selection. He's captain there on a 20 side flanker. Houston, our favorites. I mean, again, they've kept uh, uh, the bulk of their squad together. Just, you know, tweak. They got Hunkel Hermesais in. They got Dom Aquina in. They got Nathan Denhut. Those are probably the big uh, three. And Morgan Mitchell, my former, uh, the former yeah. Arrows tight head, who's a, a ton of fun. Houston probably takes this one. All right. So, Brian, what's what, who's going to be in the in the final? If if San Diego can keep their guys fit, I think their, their best 15 uh, looks pretty impressive. So, I'm going to go with San Diego. My East pick is going to be New York. And on that note, we're out of time. Thank Thank you to Mr. Brian Ray. Please check out his very informative videos on YouTube or on the America's Rugby News site. Thank you to Phil Groves of Chicago, John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning, and thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other content, The Rugby Odds, the college rugby wrap-up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Join our weekly newsletter, and please, please, please sign up for our American Red Cross blood donor team.